I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, my little um, love puppets. That doesn't, I don't think so. Um, but on we plough, you know, professionals as ever keen to get to the nub of cuddling so today i'm speaking to marina hyde she's a guardian well she's a she's a journalist but she does a lot of guardian she's guardian columnist if if you're pushing me she's a guardian columnist but she's also got a book out she's a very funny writer she's got really good style well of course she has she's written about a million articles and you don't get to to a million by chance you know anyway she's got a new book out with faber and it's called marina hides what just happened anyway she walked in and i thought this woman i like this woman i like she's great breath of fresh air and you can hear her on this podcast now so pop your rump down on a beanbag are they still fashionable Well, I'm just popping in post-edit PE to say this episode was recorded just before the recent news that Bozza is Gozza gone, um, that Marina called it in this. Very excitingly, she said the Prime Minister Bozza is not long for his position. And then lo and behold, what we know now is maybe Marina is the real psychic Sue. Enjoy the show. Love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I love the podcast and so it is a true honour. Because I feel very um, uh, embarrassed sometimes because you do a proper job and you've got lots of information. But I don't think I do it properly at all. (laughs) You do a proper job very badly. The sort of of thing that people have perhaps liked about my columns is that it's, I don't, really do any special access about kind of twice maybe once a year I'll do something mad like go to the party conferences but in general I'm just watching it all at home on the sofa same as everybody else and yeah. you know swearing at the telly just like everyone else so I've always tried to be a bit of a friend to the reader and yeah kind of talk about politics maybe in a way you know just in reference to Taylor Swift songs and stuff yeah other than things it that is it's in the very accessible and warm which is so much better than trying to be cleverer than everyone and being like using you know just alienating people by making it about you you don't make it about you and I've, I've just always felt that everyone's needed a friend over the last I don't know six or seven years to yeah. say this is mad isn't it it's quite yeah. mad you know come and sit next to me on the sofa and we'll have a laugh about it that's always been my kind of a- attempt to cast it in those terms but it's quite it was sort of quite 
unfashionable when I started writing about it in this way because I don't think, you know, it, it, there's a sort of way of writing about politics that's quite sort of serious and lots of guys yeah. going, yeah, this is exactly like what happened in the second major, yeah. you know, the second after after majors of confidence vote or whatever. And you just think, oh God, just, you know, let's have a laugh about some Yeah, dick away for a minute, football. please, Alan. <laughs> um, you write loads of, don't you write like Three articles a week, that can't be right. I write. No. I used to write three, that but, but over the last right. two years, I've, it's gone down to two, yeah. which have been about, all, I've had all, it's actually, it's fine. Really? <laughs> you know, the, the news is an ongoing concern, so yeah. we have to, but I was, I was always quite fortunate because I wrote about celebrities and sport and politics, so there was always the chance. The, the nice thing about journalism, if, if you're doing that kind of thing, is that if you make a real sort of mistake or you've written something awful, it, ideally, it's all over at the end of the day and you can start all over again the next day and try and kind of atone for your sins by making something better the next day. So I always quite like the variety and just being able to move on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I must also have quite a short attention span. How long does it take you to write an article? Oh, 800 um, well, words. They're, mo- they're mostly a thousand. Oh. I mean, probably like between two or three hours, maybe. Wow. But it's That's just, good. it's a trade. You see, yeah. it's a trade. It's a knack. The best way to do any of these things, whenever like young journalists come and talk to me, I always just say, oh, just write a bit a day. But don't. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a real fashion now for sort of things, you know, long reads, these kind oh. of. Sometimes they're just long. Yeah. They're not a long read. They're just really long. And I just feel just, yeah. no, just if you wrote, you know, 100 words a day, but they were good. That's much better. Yeah. And, you know, concision and keeping it short is so much. Well, you obviously know this from your work, that, that ke- keeping stuff short. Yeah. I was, I was listening to one a few weeks like, yeah, ago. See you later then, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But listen, with, you know, we were talking to Georgia Pritchard a yeah. few weeks, mm, yeah, mm. you know, that it was, that, that sort of keeping things tight is, yeah. is is the much better discipline and makes you the much better writer in the long term. Yeah, yeah. I'm so used to doing it, I've been doing it so many years that yeah. I people often say like oh what if you couldn't think of anything you think oh no 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 you just it's just you just sit down and it comes out it's actually yeah. been really cathartic over the last few years that's good to actually try and think of sort of jokes about it or whatever on the day i think i don't have unresolved news issues unlike quite a lot of people who just yeah there's no way out do you ever fancy not watching the news though Oh, God, yeah, all the time. I love to just sort of turn off and yeah. ignore it. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I never watch anything like Prime Minister's Questions or any of the politics shows on Sunday morning or anything that, uh, yeah, you know, really. it feels like that's the news, but it yeah. isn't really. And, yeah. and in the old days, like a news cycle would be, I don't know, a day or something like that. Now you see these things where, you know, something's enormous in the morning and then halfway through the morning, something else has happened. Yeah. I think we're all like dopamine addicts. So all of these things just keep kind of churning. And yeah. it's quite hard to sort of, separate the wood from the trees so I think actually watching less news is probably better for everybody yeah what do you think of Brian Logan he gave me three fucking stars <laughs> we've never met Lou oh we've really never met, so I haven't I, I, I couldn't tell right. you either way well I can get he can get in the bin I, I will I, yeah I'm, t- I'm, tell him if you've got the um you know have you got a guardian in for what's it called where you've got an internal web intranet. Intra- yeah, you see, I, I don't go into the office, so oh. I can't tell you whether they've got one of those things. Right. And I'm also, like, such an unbelievable Luddite that right. basically got to email me, <laughs> got to fax me, send me a telex. <laughs> yeah, well, Brian Logan can suck it. And I go, and I, and I want that left in, Naomi. <laughs> now, what are arms for, if not for snuggling? Okay, are you ready for the quick fire round? I'm ready for it. Question one. 
Do you think the royal family are into the dark arts? Oh, I hope so. Oh, yeah. I hope to God. I mean, the rest of the life is so boring, isn't it? Just yeah. endlessly, you know, turning up this or that. And also we love them to suffer. Yeah. People love to see them miserably hacking on out of a sense of duty. Yeah. Even though it's quite obvious that it's destroyed all their sort of marriages and relationships yeah. and familial everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope behind the scenes they're into some real, you know, fun occult stuff. Good answer, actually. Um, I asked that because a man in a pub once told me that he worked for the Queen and um, she was into the dark arts. Fascinating. Yeah, something to think Did about. Did he specify anything more? Yeah, he said they would do rituals and the security guards would change out on a certain, like, day of the month or whatever. Oh, Heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> and last, probably. And other pubs. You heard it in the Falcon first and you hear it on Cuddle Club <laughs> second. Question two. Do you think there should be billionaires? Oh, God, not like the ones we've got now. No, I mean, no. It just, I, I don't know about it should be, but I find them really, like, fascinatingly yeah. uninterested in helping the world, the ones we have now. Whatever yeah. you think about those people in the Gilded Age in America, you know, who, you know, Carnegie and all those people, you know... They did, like, build railroads and libraries. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was when Jeff Bezos got so... I can't remember how many billions he had. It was an unbelievable amount of billions. He was already yeah. the world's richest man. When people were like, do you, like, even have a foundation? Yeah. <laughs> he hadn't really thought... I don't know how you can have that mentality. It's, so, it's bizarre. And but, the way to help the world, as far as someone like him is concerned, is to just, you know pay all due local taxes in the area in which the money yeah. is earned. But they yeah. they always believe they know better how to spend their money and so they'll do anything to keep it out of anyone's any It's exchequers. a game. It's a psychopathic game, I think. There's it becomes some, like yeah. an addiction to have the most and then because they're always looking at someone who might have as much or more. It's, it's so A lot bizarre. of the tech ones particularly I find have been just so unbelievably kind of they seem to have zero political philosophy at all. Like someone like Zuckerberg, I mean, he's kind of post-politics. He's a, he's much more powerful than nation states. And so he doesn't ever seem to have given any sort of thought as... He's frozen really in that Harvard dorm room where he came up with the idea for rating women on his so-called the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, And that's yeah. it. And I yeah. always think of him as, you know, they really don't have any great ideas. Some of the, Someone like Bill Gates has obviously done far more, mm. but it's quite startling the, that next, kind of next generation of yeah ultra billionaires it's so who bizarre the who, feeling you get from helping people you know what i mean like the feeling they would get if they were on a different track sort of thing they could change the whole world surely that yeah, would be a buzz. I think, they need to you get know, addicted to that someone like gates really is clearly trying to now yeah. do far more and, and and has had many many successes in various vaccination programs and all this sort of thing but yeah, I, the other, some of those younger ones just seem to just have no idea or interest in doing anything. Bizarre. Like robots. Um, is it nice being really clever and remembering things? <laughs> I don't think I'm really clever, but I, I can remember things. It's quite useful for my job to remember, like, mm. mad, silly little details that yeah. you suddenly think, oh, I remember this person, you know, it's something from the... I don't know that someone's done in the past because it can illuminate the present. But yeah, it, it's it, it's remembering things is always helpful in life. Although yeah. there's so many things that over the last few years that we would all have wished to have forgotten. Yeah, but to remember things, it's a superpower as far as I'm concerned. Um, question three, do you think Brian Logan should lose his job as a reviewer? <laughs> Hand on heart, I don't, Lou. Oh, and, no, and, come on. I don't think we can 
we can randomly no. cull critics. No, no, no. Um, Quite right. Do you know what? I love that integrity. <laughs> I love that integrity. <laughs> I don't think it's a word massively associated with me, but I, I, I think we can't cull critics. Just yeah. like, no, fair enough. I'll soldier on, I suppose. Are you nervous about reviews for your book, actually? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people think it's absolutely, you know, I mean, it's all been already out there because it's all my columns in the collection. But I'm sure people will put them all together and say this evidence is a completely jaundiced worldview. <laughs> and in fact, the last few years has been fab. And just shame on yeah. you for not seeing it. Not seeing it, Marina. Yeah, the big God. picture. Yeah. Now we're standing here at the end of six years. Yeah. Don't you think it's all worked out, Brill? Yeah. So, yes, I'm you sure fool, that will you be. You fool. Yeah. Um, so your book is uh, what just happened, and who puts them together? So all of your columns, you do you I, know? I chose them, but I chose which ones went in. But the sheer volume of words written since I, I thought I've got to put a pin in it somewhere and start somewhere. So I started a week before the referendum in 2016. Mm. Um, like, oh, what could possibly go wrong? And then it, allow it to unfold in the magical way it has happened yeah. since then. Um, but yeah, choosing them, I just thought, my God, I mean, there's so many mad things that have happened. And people were just sitting watching the television. I remember a friend of mine was doing a comedy show in Worcester and I went up to Worcester to see him on like a Tuesday night. And I just checked into this little hotel and went to the bar in the afternoon. It was about three o'clock. And there were various tables of just like one and two people. And they had like pints or cups of tea and they were all glued to Sky News where they were watching the Supreme Court um, hearing on the prorogation of Parliament. I thought something quite damaging has happened to this country in the past few years. Like it's a Tuesday afternoon. It it was so odd. And I just thought... All these people, all different people, just sitting at their tables, glued to the live coverage from the Supreme Court. And I thought, God, it would be great to go back to a time when we just didn't pay attention to the news for days and days. The 90s were quite good. Yeah, there was, I mean, there was news in the 90s, Lee. There was, but But it just didn't feel like this. No. No, You're quite right. It was Ladettes, you know, it was Norman, what's his name, and Zoe Bull, you know, celeb-wise. And it was just a pure, innocent time. So much so much i know what have we lost what have we lost it's 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 sad but on we go i suppose is it in chronological order time yeah I've, i i there, there's sections that there's also lots of other chapters about things like celebrities or sport or i don't know billionaires or um kind of awful men from supreme court justices mm-hmm. to kind of people who follow you in the street so there's that has broken up the political story so it, you get a bit of the political story in chronological <laughs> and order and then a man wanking then into a, a tree <laughs> then just a little nice relax with harvey weinstein yeah and, yeah and, and co for, yeah. for a chapter yeah and then you know and then back and then we'll have the royal family in a separate chapter so th- it goes like that so it, yeah th- it's th- there's supposed to be some form of respite that's lovely yeah a bit of light relief and um interested to think what you thought about you've probably been asked this loads and it's a really boring question but what did you think of um amber heard and um oh God, johnny depp it was so awful I, i've been reading really interesting stuff about it yeah. since saying that how it just really s- shows how um traditional media outlets and whatever have just lost now to these kind of YouTubers and content creators who are just individuals who just pivoted from talking about all sorts of funny little things on TikTok to just posting maybe a hundred times a day on this trial. And it's just absolutely sucked, you know, all this, you know, clout and 
hit to them. Um, but of course, they, they're not bound by any of the formal ways of talking about these things that people are yeah. in newspapers or legacy media outlets. What I think is interesting is that ultimately, people will go after people like that and say, well, now you've libeled me. I can't write half the stuff that someone yeah, like that would say yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is a libel. Yeah. And no one used to care about what someone said on TikTok. But I now think if you're clocking up that much, I think it's just, I found it, unbelievably depressing, depressing on yeah, all yeah. fronts yeah. I just felt god I mean this is just a monstrous monstrous spectacle I, and, a, and a sort of anxiety dream for anyone who's like ever been married or I mean yeah you know just like some absolute malarial vision of how wrong life can go oh. I felt with all the I just felt with that whole trial it was just so I mean, it was so utterly miserable. But it was interesting. Anyone who tried to sort of defend Amber Heard, mm. I, listen, I, you know, I'm not actually that much closer to understanding what went on by the end of it. Yeah. But anyone who tried to defend her quickly realised that, or even to defend her right to have said whatever yeah. it was she said, quickly realised that all the cliques were in... No, know, and def- then they go were, the were other direction. Def- and <gasps> some of them just went from one to the other. And, I mean, it's really... It's really shone a light on that whole kind of creator ecosystem where I think it's a foreshadowing. I think, why would you not eventually cover all sorts of aspects of the news? These people, you know, maybe you'll go and listen to these people, you know, far much sooner than you would do to legacy media outlets because they're so sort of outrageous and dramatic and it's fun. And there's the one thing that we know about digital content is that the more you post in a day, the the better you do. So people who will put sort of 10 videos a day about this stuff will do better than someone who carefully types out their well-researched story and puts (laughs) it on a kind of Washington Post website at the end of the day. I mean, forget it. Nobody's interested. And I think all the news will be covered like that eventually. Wow, so depressing. That is so depressing. Well, get a fun hat, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. Wow. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, you could 
put this music under anything. Are you romantic? Oh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I believe in all that. I, lo- I believe in all that stuff. I saw Frankie Foyle saying that he thought children delivered on all the stuff that romantic love promises but doesn't give. But I, I don't know. I, I love him so much. I think he's marvellous. But I, I hope that both of those things... Are, I, 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 I believe in romantic love too. Definitely, definitely. How long have you been married? Oh, God. I mean, or it's going to be... It's so hilarious. It's going to be 23 years this September. Wow. You started young. Yeah, but imagine it. That's like in two years we're going to have a silver wedding. Oh my like god! Finger sandwiches. Every one that goes home at like wow. four pm. Wow! I'm not going to do that as the party theme. You just, got together just, so young. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? Fancy that! Wow. Does he it, do journalism? Quite, Does, is he a journalist? No. But I <laughs> constantly prevail upon him to try and tell me what to write. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's so long. I Sorry, know, I mean not ancient, to really. I mean, oh my god, it's an achievement. It's like a, it's coming up for its, ju- a it's form of jubilee ju- in jubilee. a way, isn't it? Really, yeah. Twenty-five Ooh, is a silver. A theme, yeah. Princess Diana, yeah. Well, I've, all my parties are that theme, so <laughs> imagine. But I like a theme. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love a theme. Do you think Princess Diana was um, bumped off? No. Do you not? No, because it would have been a ridiculous plot that could have been foiled by the wearing of a seatbelt. I'm sorry to say. You don't I, think no. she was bumped off? No, but I mean, she was. I mean, really, those the chasing and the drunk driver and the lack of proper security for her and all of those things. Yeah, I mean, there was many, many people contributed to what it. About not, not, <laughs> what about him? Paul Burrell? What about Paul? Now, I've, re- I've written a lot about Paul over the Have years. You? Yes, yes. What yeah, about uh, Diana's Rock? Yes, Diana's yeah. Rock. Yeah, what about Diana's Paul Burrell? Burrell is a Category 5 nutter. Really? Um, who, I can assure you, uh, no one is a greater self-dramatist. I've watched him over the years and the mm. way he now talks about her. And he now says things like, he used to say, you know, when I was her butler and all these things. Mm. That now he sort of says, you know, well, when I was working with her and, you know, I think she liked what I brought to the table. It's like, yeah, you bought a breakfast to the table. Wow. And then you took it away when she finished, right? <laughs> It's now like her sort of business partner, the way he discusses it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think yeah. I think we can all live without Paul's stories. Okay, yeah, The yeah, lady yeah. her dresses in the attic. Yeah. Ooh. One can only speculate. Cuddle recipe number 101. Take two arms, wrap them around something and don't let go. Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. Do you have anything to ask Psychic Sue? Oh, what can, what can I ask? Can I ask... Um, Bear in mind, she's absolutely... She's, she's more off her head than um, the um, guy that said the Queen's into the dark arts. Although, oh, goodness. I, I did believe him. How long will Boris Johnson stay in power, Psychic Sue? I mean, it's so depressing. It's all right. It's the beginning of the end now. Is it? Do you think yes. so? Do you really think yeah. so? To see what Sue says. <laughs> I, I, I defer, of course, to Sue. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Bit of perspective for Sue, please. On my holiday, please. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry, just on finish. She's never said that before. Don't worry, just on finish. Does it doesn't that feels that feels real? I'm taking a massive positive. From yeah, that. yeah. Don't worry, she's finished. Fantastic. Oscar, oh, you... she's got a few weeks free in July because I'm I'm yeah. I'm, off, I'm off then. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to southern Italy to Puglia. I've never been before. Ooh, with the taking the whole fam. Yeah. Everybody's coming. I'm mm. I'm going to eat a, a significant amount of pasta. Yeah, lovely. Not good for your system, but you you do. You. I just I just had some. I did. It did come back on an allergy test, but who can cut out wheat? You can't. It's very for me. It would be quite impossible. Yeah. Do you want to see my muscles? Yes, <laughs> I do. 
Oh my god. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> I would like these to be smaller but well defined, but I, I hate my personal trainer. But anyway, <laughs> it's a strange business, isn't it? In some mm. ways, I tell you what, magicians as well. Yeah, magicians and personal trainers. I was once actually at a party um, with well, a, a drinks at my, one of my children's schools. And we were with... Um, a, a party. This is, well, uh, parents' evening. <laughs> and we were talking to this other couple and I I'm just, I always say the wrong thing, terrible. And I, I just couldn't... Anyway, they were talking about something and I said, oh yeah, we were talking about some professions where people are just always complete arseholes. And I said, oh yeah, I mean like magicians just always just total fucking arseholes. I didn't even say arseholes, I said the worst. Yeah. And she went, Mark's brother's a magician. <laughs> Oh yeah, but so what? She didn't have to bring that up. I know. Did so she? I said, "Is it complete arsehole? But and then my yeah. husband's just like, "We can't. I can't keep. We can't do this at every parents' <laughs> evening. Okay, we can't." <laughs> at least they weren't the teacher, because then your no, kids would have got marked. Teachers down. are lovely. Yeah, no, that's a lovely. That. You have to say that. Yeah, that is a nice profession, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, it's Alan de Botain something to say. Ooh. So I'm just going to get the cards out of here, okay? Thank you, Lou. I could have done that. I could have done this in my own time, I suppose, the questions are there, but... What you do in your own time is your business. <laughs> this is... Do you like Alan de Botain? Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not his greatest fan, I are must you? say. Why? I, I don't know. I find that sort of, that type of psychology not my most, fasc- I'm not most fascinated by. Yeah. But he's done so well to get so much attention for himself over the years. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Right. It's one on top. Hit me. Are there... Oh, this is a really good one. I've never seen this before. Are there particular people around whom you feel squashed or cut off or disengaged? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that a good question? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I spoke In my work, I think, when I was younger, for a long time, I felt that, you know, there was a certain way to write about all these things. You know, perhaps a little bit of what I was saying earlier, there was a way to write about things and that, you know, people would always sort of dismiss me and because I'd written about celebrities or, you know, because also as a woman writing about sport, my God, as a woman writing about sport, I got so much of that. So you were always being kind of squashed or sexually harassed or something. Always, always. It's much better now, I have to say. Yeah. Um, But then it was actually quite liberating because I realised I... I could never be the same as them because they were constantly sort of making it clear that you couldn't, you know, you're not doing this right. Not, you know, uh. or um, and so I ended up sort of, you know, just having to sort of plan my own fire and do it my way, thinking there's no point trying to sort of conform to this because, and actually, in a way, that made me find my voice much quicker than I might have done uh. had I sort of felt more accepted in some of those environments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and actually, so I really, I, I valued that. yeah. Looking back at the time, it's it was funny, isn't it? Like, you can it? turn everything, yeah, but you can turn everything into because in comedy it's similar that that there was a book. Uh, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but someone who's the lady that had a facial work done and then died under the table? Oh, Catherine Joan, Ryan loves Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Yes, I'm worried about my memory. Anyway, she wrote a book, and she was saying that in the, all, all the late night shows, she um, did a joke count of the men versus the women, yeah. and the women's joke count was like double what yeah. the men's and they had to do that You've to got, be there yeah. yeah but then it made them better comedians in a way so they took a negative and accidentally made it a positive or, or, or definitely yeah. I've, I've I've actually really valued that but it's easier to say when you're 48 than when you're sort of 27 yeah yeah when you're going through it it's not ideal when you look back yeah like, oh here I am I think <laughs> that was, it was really it was a really good teaching experience lots yeah. of those things so I there have been but it was positive yeah 
you want to be in a bubble with me, a cuddle bubble? What are your family like? Oh, they're super. I've just spent the weekend with them. They are absolutely lovely. I'm the eldest of three girls, but all really you close. spent the whole weekend with them? Yeah, well, we, I went to stay with my parents because yeah. it was my children's half term, so I thought we'd go and we all went down. They so lived in, nice. Yeah, we're all really close. Um, they're my best friends, my two sisters. Um, we... We we had a we had a great you know we had a, a lovely childhood. We talked a lot about wow. we could talk about anything really, and it was pretty good. Wow! And I also I went to a boarding school which I loved. Did <laughs> you? Yeah, a lot yeah. of people think. It, I mean, I realise if you don't like it, it is totally dreadful. But I I found such kind of close relationships with people there because of course you live for seven years with your kind of best friends and that I I was a huge part of my life that yeah. I absolutely loved and a lot of people think that you are completely mad if you say it because yeah people obviously don't have but we absolutely I loved it and I thought it was I, and I loved we're doing something so odd the girls that I went to school with we're all going on a, like, a camping glamping thing in two years we planned it and everyone's booked in and we'll all be 50 and we're That's... going to like Wales to be in kind of yurts yeah great <laughs> i know i wonder what it, it could get quite dark of course but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's great Recriminations and so on but yeah yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it do you focus on do, are you quite a positive person you sort of see the positive and everything i try to be but yeah. uh, there have been many times in my life where i haven't felt like that and I, that's definitely that's definitely come with age definitely yeah um and you know being able to see the funny side of things um my whole childhood and at school, you know, it was just like constant, you know, you don't have any respect for authority, but you're laughing the whole time. You know, I loved yeah. all of that. Um, and then maybe in my 20s and 30s, late 20s and early 30s, I felt like not like that so much and in a way. And I sort of feel I lost my way a bit. But then after that, when I could just, I got it sort of back together. And it's a habit, a lot of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it habit, is. sort of. It's a muscle you train. Yeah, it's a muscle, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just finding that, just being able to laugh at the situation, which yeah. is a coping mechanism and is yeah. actually one of the most valuable, I think. I have trained myself to do that. And then life got so much better when I did. Yeah, it's a, it's a, mm. it's a, it's a learned habit. Yeah. But you might have it naturally to start with, but it does dissipate oh, it unless you look after it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and erodes and what life have you, as you life say. Life will erode it, and, yeah. then you, and then you have to, like, claw it back. Consciously claw it but back. But then recently I've started turning into a little spoilt brat princess. Have you now? Yes, and I more. need to get back to gratitude. I don't know, I've started being a pig and then I um said to my agent I think it's because I was on tour so it's a slog and then uh, poor me but you killed it still <laughs> yeah killed not if you're Brian let, let it go so I think I turned into a tiny bit of a brat and then I said to my agent I'm so sorry if I was a bit bratty and now we've got a code word and if I ever become eagerly or bratty we just go b m no b m m be more mel mel Gidroich. <laughs> Because she's so nice, she's got no ego. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I'll remember that when yeah. I've got, become a complete horror show yeah. in sort of week 39 <laughs> of my book. Yeah. And now it's time for Terrific Spirific. And now it's time for Terrific Specifics. Have you ever had best, worst or weirdest cuddle? Okay, I'm going to talk about worst cuddles. I'm quite small, but I'm not that small. I'm five foot four. Yeah. But people, for something about me, yeah. guys have often thought, 
can I pick uh, even someone the other week said to me can I pick you up Oh, really? Uh, it's a sweet old thing, really. Yeah. So, and I said, well, I mean, you know, I'm worrying about your knees and stuff. Somebody said this to me. And people have often picked me. And I always think, oh, God, come on. Why do you have to do, you know. But yeah. I tell you who else. Richard Branson is a great picker-up of women. He used, any time he had anything new to promote, there would always be Richard Branson. Sometimes, like, in a suit, but up to his knees in the Caribbean, yeah. holding a loft of Oh, women. it's such a, And there yeah. are whole tumblers of these yeah. things, I think, of, of wow. pictures of Richard Branson picking up women. And I always think, when he wow. finally gets his little rocket to go to space... <laughs> It's going to be so sad because all, all the women on it, I'm sure he'll put only women in, will be in zero gravity and they won't need Richard to oh, raise yeah, them any longer. So in a sense, yeah. his, his dream is his own obsolescence. Yeah, but by that point, he'll be too old to pick them up anyway, won't he? I mean, he's knocking on a bit. Like, oh, I reckon he fills his muscles up just to keep doing it. Oh, God. Um, have you so, met him? No, it's not been my, my pleasure yet. It's not been... <laughs> He's written a couple of letters to my me about the guy to the Has Guardian he? about me. Yeah, a few couple. Really, think, what kind three. of thing? Just displeased with things I've written in my articles. I'm afraid to say he was very upset about something about the bailout. You know, I can't. He was. I, I think he'd. He when he tried to get in the, the pandemic bailout and he put his island up for. He put his island up. Said I put my island in the Caribbean up for collateral, and I just said, "Is this the same one that gets blown down every two years?" <laughs> Sorry, seems like he's going to get up pretty good early to catch me. And I just thought anyway, it was really. And I said, maybe this is an act of God who just thinks you should pay tax in a British jurisdiction. And he wrote he wrote a long letter saying that they were, you know, it's nothing to do with God doesn't want, effectively sort of God, it's nothing to do with that act of God trying to make me pay tax in a British wow. jurisdiction. I just thought, oh my God, don't repeat the joke. It's so stupid. It was so wow. obviously facetious. If you repeat the joke and then put it on the letters page. Wow. You know, yeah, so there have been a few like that. <laughs> Always repeating the joke, for which I'm very grateful. No royalties, of course. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have do you have deep shame? Oh God, yeah, I do feel shame over all sorts of different things I've done. Um, it does pass, doesn't it? It does yeah, get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it does get. My husband doesn't feel shame at all. I think it's just a genuine superpower. Like Are you it joking is, me? No, just doesn't feel. He had a much more complicated and complex childhood. Yeah, than but mine, I, I, I would have thought. I would have somehow dealt. That, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Maybe he just shuts off. I don't know, but he just wow. does not feel. He does not feel shame, and he will admit this. And I just think it's super amazing. But yeah, no, I do feel it does pass. And I, you know, you have to, but... Were your parents religious at all? No. That's lucky. Not really. I mean, you know, sort of minor kind of, they were probably in the Church of England, but they... They're dabbling dabbling in the dark hearts. They don't even (laughs) get Christmas or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even as children, we were not, Yeah. Well, that helps, I think, it maybe. Helps, I mean, yeah. I like religion. Actually, the nice side of religion I like, but yeah. Um, okay, last question. What do you think life's all about? Just a nice oh. light one. Well, I mean, you've just got to, you've got to get through it as joyously as possible, haven't you? So yeah. finding a way to do that is the, the, half the fun of it. And you only make sense of any of it. God, you only... I mean, I'll probably lie down on my desk. My fr- friend of mine, who's a film director, um, someone always said... He's quite old now, he's 80. Someone always says to him, oh, I know what your last words will be. They'll be, oh, I see. He's always <laughs> saying, oh, I see. He still feels he's learning everything now. And oh. I feel a bit like that, that, you know, you only know what it means in retrospect, don't you? Yeah. And it's too late and you're on to the next thing. But try to tr- enjoy the ride. It's yeah. It's like it's on some sort of Instagram picture of a yeah. crossroads, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, but anyway, my apologies for being so trite. No, but it's <laughs> true. I do think the deathbed thing is an interesting one because then when people have died and then be brought back yeah. to life, they do have that. They 
they see their life flash before them. It's it, it's it's a thing. Yeah. It's literally a thing. It's not just in the films. So that's kind of comforting in a way that we that it all gets revealed to us when we die. When it's then, too late, yeah. Yeah, but then we don't mind. Because no, we don't. I think a lot about getting old and it makes me sad. But then this man, this I went, I had to go swimming. Well, I went swimming today. And this old man, he must have been about 80. And you know your body's all hunched over yeah. and everything. And he was walking really slowly to get to the end of the pool. And I thought, oh, God, it's not fun getting old. Your mobility goes. Mm. And then he, I think he couldn't get in. He couldn't bend down. So he just flopped in. <laughs> he just flopped in. And I thought, he's dead. He's not come back up. And then he came back up with the biggest smile on his face. He, oh, you see? He didn't stop smiling for about 10 minutes. And it made me so happy. One, that he was alive, and two, that he was enjoying a flop. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. <laughs> okay, are you ready for your uh, cuddle type? Yes. Okay, bear in mind that we've... I'll just put it into the calculator. But bear in mind that we've never met. This is uh, this is unbelievable. I would die for this bit. Th- this is just unbelievable. Dragonfly, majestic and bombastic, and used in a lot of arts and culture. Because it is, isn't it? The dragonfly as a symbol. I'm so excited to be a dragonfly. <laughs> You're a dragonfly. Literally getting a tattoo of this when I leave here now. <laughs> if you look at lovely Marina's outfit, what do you say dragonfly? <laughs> majestic and bombastic, it says. And that's true, isn't it? And that, isn't that amazing that it just comes up with that before... It's sensational and I couldn't be more honoured and flattered. Amazing stuff. Um, when is your book coming out? It's coming out on October the 6th. Um, okay. And, um, Faber and Faber, very classy. Published by Faber and Faber, very mm. classy. Mm. Far the grandest place I've ever appeared. Mm. Um, and I very much hope anyone who wishes to buy it enjoys it. Yeah, it's a perfect gift. <laughs> Isn't it? Like a charming stocking fit yeah. for anyone wish, re-wishing to relive the last few years. Yeah. Um, historians, fact fans, people who like a bit of a laugh and humour. Some writing with humour. Um, October the 6th. Lovely. If I buy one, will you sign it? Oh, God, of course I will. Thank you. It would be my pleasure. Sorry, when I buy one. <laughs> Sorry, whenever. We'd better send you one. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't. You don't. You only get about ten copies to right, send okay. out. Okay. Okay. I Thanks. certainly. W- you, I certainly won't waste a copy on this one. On this ta- goat. You've taught me a hell of a lot today, Lou. <laughs> we'll do pack a sandwich for the tour, yeah. just in case. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Well, that was Marina Hyde, and that was what I'm calling a lovely time. Thank you to her for coming on. What a nice, clever lady. Uh, don't forget to get her book. It's out October, but you can pre-order it now. And it's called What Just Happened? Dispatches from Interesting Times by Marina Hyde. But there's loads of her stuff online as well. She's a very, very funny writer. I'm sure you know her already. Hey, we don't need a bat to explain what a cat is. Thank you. Um, anyway, lovely to see you again, isn't it? Lovely to know you're there, basically, like a friendly ghoul. And uh, I, I wish you, you know, I wish, I wish you all the best. I really do. In your heart of hearts. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.